welcome to part two of the goal setting series. If you haven't already listened to part one, let's go to the previous episode and then come back to this one. Because today we're going to be talking about how to turn your written down goals into an action plan, how to build your belief and how to ultimately achieve anything that you want to achieve in life. Welcome to Free and Figuring It Out, a weekly podcast hosted by two Brits, Sherelle Griffith and Verity Brown, on a mission to support, empower and reassure fellow independent millennial women that they can be self-sufficient, successful and seen. This week's episode is sponsored by Be Her Now. Be Her Now is a seven-day course by founder of the Sea Salt Plan and co-host of Free and Figuring It Out, Verity Brown, that's me. And basically it allows women to, through seven days, start to bring their future self into the present. So in this episode, we talk a lot about the goal-setting technique of be, do, have. And it works along a really similar vein. It's all about acting in the present moment as you would in the future if you had everything that you desired. And not only that, but it really goes out about how to do that. And more importantly, what is stopping you? So for more information and offers about how to buy Be Her Now, just look in the show notes. Welcome back to part two of this goal setting series. Last time, if you haven't already tuned in, you want to go back one episode, we spoke about how to set goals. And in this episode, we're going to talk to you a little bit more about how to actually make those goals happen, like what you need to do to ensure you actually achieve them because setting goals is just the easy bit and now you need to do the hard work. Mm. (laughs) Um, this always makes me really laugh because I think it is really funny that people can build up goal setting so much and you know you can get worried about setting them right but actually I'm like set them and then let's talk about actually how to make them happen and the first thing I want to talk about is how to keep them top of mind because one of the biggest things you hear about is People set New Year's Eve resolutions or they, they, they go on a little course, you might go on a webinar, you might listen to this podcast, you get super excited, you write down your goals and then six months later you find this piece of paper wandering around <laughs> and then you're like, oh yeah, I wanted to achieve those things. So we're going to talk about how to actually keep your goal top of mind because doing that is the first thing that's going to help you to actually achieve them because you've got to remember them first. Yeah. Yeah, no, completely. Um, and also, um, I suppose a good little thing to bring in here is like the pen and paper versus like digital Ooh. element of goals as well. So, I mean, I'm a pen and paper girl through and through when it comes to goals. Yeah, I'm are you sure? I think you yeah. are. Yeah. So I think we both recommend that pen and paper is the way forward. I mean, they say there's so many studies that says writing is so much more powerful in terms of really kind of connecting with whatever you're you're putting there. But also when it comes to that remind reminder, it it will will help. So how yeah. do you kind of keep them at the forefront of your so mind? As you said, pen and paper, I try to write them down every day. Oh okay. yeah. So I have it as part of my morning routine. Um, we have spoken about morning routines and right now I can't remember what episode it is but if you can scroll back we talk about morning routines I got into the habit when I first started doing the miracle morning by mm. Hal Elrod 
that as part of the like journaling section, I started to write down my goals every single day. And I remember when it was suggested to me, and it seemed really extreme. But at the time, I think I really wanted to achieve my goals. And I thought, you know what? If you can't spare a few minutes to write them down, then really how 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 much do you want to achieve them and in the last episode you know Beverly asked a really good question which is like how many goals should I be working on so actually if you're only working on a few writing down your three goals that you're working on at the moment for example or like four or five that that's going to take you what a few minutes and it just helps you if you do it in the morning I think to ensure that when you're doing stuff in the day you can be like is this actually helping me to achieve the things I really want to be achieving in my life right now? I think it's really helped me to get clarity around things I need to say no to. Um, it's really helped because I can just be like, I know what's important to me. I know what my priorities are. And it's like, this isn't something that fits in that box. Bye. And it also just means, you know, if you're meant to be doing something that's actively working towards your goal that day, and, you know, especially ones that are more like habit forming ones, if it's stuff that, you know, you're meant to be doing constant you're trying to change a habit and it'd be quite hard. Like, you know, the gym one was one for me definitely this year where I was like, I was committed to going three times a week and it was a bit of a strain. But I'm like, I write a goal down every day that's about my body and how I want to feel in my body and I want it, what I want to, like the dress I want to fit in and stuff. So I'm like, I know why I'm doing it. Like, it's super clear that I know like the reason for the the reason behind why I'm doing these actions every day so for me writing my goals down daily has been really powerful I'll be really honest I don't manage it as much anymore it religiously when I started it was every day now I reckon it's anywhere between three and five times out of the week where I actually end up doing it but I'm like three out of five times a week is much more than most people that probably if they're lucky write them down like once a month so I'm all good with yeah that. yeah and I think also just to point out there like to be really consciously writing them so sometimes like when we hear things like this we're like yeah I'll just write it I'll listen to the radio I'll be on the tube or whatever and I'll like just jot that down and not actually thinking about it and the thing is you need to write each word you know really considering like you know how am I going to achieve this you know is does this still feel right for me etc etc so it's being like like Sherelle said, it takes a couple of minutes. Having said that, all these all these wonderful things aren't the easiest in the world. Like, so I mean, I am definitely no angel when it comes to all of this. Sherelle is much better than me. But you know, if there is something you really want to achieve, and it's something that I need to really pick up again in terms of of my daily rituals, like just consciously write those down. And Sherelle, do you um, something that I've done? So I did this New Year's last year. I had three like goal setting cards your little cards that I want my chest to draw yeah <laughs> I sent them to friends and family and um yeah so I wrote kind of uh goals down and then I put them on my mirror and so I kept seeing them yes. and so what I would do is I would like read them out when mm-hmm. I saw them um I mean that's so many th- tips all in one we can't deal with all that <laughs> <laughs> so one is putting them somewhere visually put so you can some- write yeah. Put them somewhere visually where you see them every day. So a very common one is to put them on your mirror, like you said. Um, if you do have like a home office or something like that, then you can obviously put it on that. Um, another really good way to make sure you see it daily is around making screensavers. Yeah. So whether you have a screensaver on your phone or whether you have a screensaver like on your laptop or whatever, my thing I would definitely say about screensavers is don't leave it forever. So one mm. of the things I used to have one, I used to do it at the beginning of the year and that's what I'd have on my screensaver. And then recently I realized I've, it's become wallpaper. 
like it has and so I started to change it like once and when it was a new month I started to make a new one because realistically I just super quickly do it on Instagram like I just make a story just quickly make a story download it to myself and then upload it and just having it a different color or like just made me be like at least for the first week or so I remember my brain being like oh I don't normally see that so that's the only thing I would say with the with all the visual stuff is it is be careful that it doesn't just then become background noise that you aren't paying any attention to yeah that's that's very very true I think that's that's a big big point to me and I've probably been a little bit naughty in that area so I will redo my screensaver now (laughs) no but it's because you've done the right thing is you think you've done the right thing your thing is I've done a screensaver I've got it there I see it every day but it's just we just stop reading it and we stop you know I I say this thinking now you know the background on my laptop is I've got all I've got them all there but I'm like when was the last time I read it like I just open my laptop and I log in and I go straight on to the next thing yeah and also if we talk about energy it kind of when I look at that screensaver now I think I've achieved about half and I haven't achieved about half um and so I do look at the things I've achieved and think oh and then I look at the things I haven't and it it pulls me down a little bit so yeah. that's not healthy it really needs like revitalizing so um because because vision boards aren't a big part of of my goal setting which always shocks Sherelle um and they are for Sherelle and we'll come on to them but um yeah so so definitely I think that's a really really good point so before we go into vision boards we'll do that next just one of the things since we're talking about like setting a screensaver possibly on your phone or mobile which I think is really useful is setting reminders on your phone so one of the tips I learned but someone taught me before was around like setting reminders to like with a certain alarm so that Mm. it would send you a message and that way because you have to turn it off so that was this way like we were saying so it's not just like passively coming in you're seeing it it's like actually you'd I'd have to look at it because the alarm would go off I'd see it I'd be like okay turn it off um, so that is another way if you want to try and have something actively as a reminder um, to come into your life to remind you about your goals is setting a reminder as an alarm on your phone. But yeah. since Verity did mention vision boards, ta-da! <laughs> um, yeah, it still does shock me because I just think of vision boards as a total woo-woo way of doing goal setting. So it just amazes me that you don't do it. But I I don't know how many years now I've I've done a annual one where I've sat down and if you never heard of a vision board before sometimes it's called a dream board as well and this is that this actually is quite interesting of how it fits in with goals because you might have you might have some of your goals on your vision board but you might have more so my vision board is definitely more of my life and I use the wheel of life which we mentioned in the last episode to actually think about all the things I would like to achieve in my life and then I get pictures so you get pictures and you get words and you can traditionally you like do it on a pin board and you like pin them all down or you can get like a piece of um some people do it like on the phone board or cardboard and then they can like glue them down and stuff but the thing for me why it's not necessarily exactly the same as your goals is it's more to do with like feeling so there are Mm -hmm. some things I have on my I'm just looking at it now there's some things I have on my vision board that are much more around how I want to feel or like just general words it's actually not specific it's not what we spoke about in the last episode about how to be smart it's much more of a generalization but if you have a good vision board then what I think you can do is you can manage to incorporate some of the goals you're working to 
like that are like top of your mind at the moment but also just keep a general feeling of what I'm what, the direction I'm trying to go in like the woman I'm trying to be like how I want my life to be and also like just be inspired like I actually just use it as a sort of thing as like an uplift in the morning to look at it I do have money on it I have a 50 pound note that I rub <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how worried we have I got now? But you know, but that's the thing. I use it as a, just as a, this is what I want my life to be in the future and to go alongside visualization because I'm not necessarily, I don't find visualizing my future very easy. And hopefully Verity will talk about visualizing next because she's probably better than me. So I use a vision board to help me be able to like see because it actually is pictures so it depends on what type of person you are as well like I think goal setting like I can just look at a boring piece of paper and write down my goals and that does work for me if you are someone that knows you need more like if you are a visual person then I definitely would recommend giving a vision board a go yeah so I think in the the last episode we spoke about the two kind of key ways of setting goals we spoke about smart and then we spoke about the be do have and um the be do have kind of lends itself more to that that woo woo side of things and vision boards like you said Sherelle are more that kind of generalness like you're not going to write on a vision board like arrow well you might do but arrow this by 30th of yeah. you know you know it's it's more of a general and so in that sense it can, that kind of ties more in with manifesting um so before I go on to that just quickly visualization so some people find this really really difficult so wherever you're at don't worry like it we all have different ways that our brains work but visualization is basically taking yourself on a journey in your mind as to you know where you want to be so it, it could be anything I've used visualization in every single area of my life whether that's like falling in love or whether that's having money or whether it's going to a particular location in the world like I've basically placed myself in that situation in my mind and I've gone on that journey and the reason visualization is so important is because the brain cannot tell the difference between something that's happened and something that you've imagined so that's when it comes into the whole kind of law of attraction and all of that realm so that's why visualization is so so strong and so such a lovely tool to have next to all your more kind of logical sensible tools that you use for goal setting and things like that and then when it comes to like vision boards and manifestation, so the kind of basic rules of manifestation are you think about what you want, you take action to get there, but you detach yourself from the outcome. So say for instance, like my me finding like a life partner, I thought about what I want like four years ago. I dated, I went on Tinder, I did all those things, but I never actually had like a, a smart goal attached to it mm. myself. It was more... Um, you didn't have the... find a husband by 30 like me. <laughs> no, I didn't, Sherelle. God bless you. <laughs> no, I didn't. But um, I did, but I did previously, yeah. you know, but... Um, this time so that's where manifestation is a little bit different and that's why vision boards come in because mm -hmm. um you know it's like it's a bit more goes with the flow of life 
Um, so I think you, you know, go back to episode one, if you're kind of thinking, oh, well, where does, where does what I want to achieve fit? Um, but I think it, it really depends on the approach that, that sits best with you and, and how logical you are, how woo you are yeah. and, and what works best. And I think they could absolutely go together. As I said, mm. I redo my vision board me once a year, beginning of the year, I find it a really great way for me to really think about what's still important to me. And again, set, include some things that are like what I said last episode was around things that I know I want to achieve in the future, but they're not, they're not a goal I'm writing down right now because it's not where I am right now. So I think they're, they too go very hand in hand, which is this idea of yes, being able to put down all the things you want to achieve, everything you want to be, do and have, but having it in a way that doesn't have a deadline and doesn't, you're, you're not working towards it in the same solid way, but it just helps you to feel like this is the life I'm creating. Like that's, that's how I see it. Mm. Yeah, definitely. And um, I think it's, if it's something that you have never like done before just be open-minded yeah (laughs) because it can feel a little bit odd that you can bring things into your life by just thinking about it but oh my gosh believe me it really really does work but you really have to just surrender to like you know and trust the universe and, and let it be so this is why it's really nice to have that balance like Sherelle said on like having really kind of more smart goals and then having the more dream kind of scenario goals um because they I think they just they play so well together don't they yeah and like I'm super lucky that I can have my vision board in a really visible place but if you're someone who doesn't feel like you can do that another option is to like make a digital one so you know for example my background of my computer is virtually like a digital version of my pinboard one which is quite embarrassing sometimes when I'm like on a train somewhere (laughs) and I open it up and I forget that I've got all that stuff there um or I know I've made a tutorial before um and I know I speak to other people that do it on Pinterest because there are so many great pictures on Pinterest you can just like you can have it so then if you are someone that feels like oh I I don't have the ability to have it somewhere at least if you have a moment you can sit down and scroll through and be like these are the places I want to travel this is what I want in my life this is my house this is my hobbies this is my and you can just scroll through that so if you're someone that doesn't feel like you have got the capability of doing it in traditional like pinboard or cardboard way there are still other ways that you can have a go at it yeah and I think something that uh, on a personal note that I've found recently is I've you know felt I've been sucked into like this social media void and you know the best way I've found of pulling myself out of it is instead of scrolling or whatever like I've gone back to like what I want to achieve like Mm -hmm. who I want to be and and like Pinterest is a really nice bridge because you're still on your phone you're still you know if you need to feed that in a way um but you're feeding yourself with things that are really really going to benefit you it's not reading someone else's successes or anything like that it's like really kind of building that so if you're feeling a bit like you're not where you want to be or a bit lost or you know I would say Pinterest is probably the easiest place to start because I do sometimes feel overwhelmed with the vision board and that I have to find pictures yeah (laughs) to put on it but also I think if you're not a picture person as well because I think it's you know I one of the things for example was me trying to find like a dream house and Mm. I remember just being able to scroll through lots of pictures like I wouldn't 
been able to visualize that in my head before. Yeah, like yeah. I actually needed to look through photos. I was like, oh no, actually I don't like that house. I don't like that one. Oh, this is a bit more my style. And so I think if you're not naturally very, if you don't have a strong vision in your head, that using Pinterest is a great way to help clarify, which then will hopefully help you then when you try and do visualizations just in your brain. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I agree. So I think I think it's finding like what works for you, but also another really important element of ensuring that, you know, these amazing goals that, that you're going to set, you know, are achieved and worked on is like the accountability side. Mm-hmm. Um, and this can come in lots of different forms. Yes. Um, so I suppose the most strictest form would be to have like a coach or a mentor who you kind of reported into every week or few weeks or months and you know they work with you on achieving your goals um but other kind of forms some people find it really useful to announce on social media yeah so it's there and it's Mm -hmm. in the public and some people find that really helps and I've I've seen lots of girls saying right I'm going to run a marathon in 2020 like hold me accountable you know and and it I think even just psychologically it helps that you've announced it and you yes. can't really go back on it in your mind you're like oh no I can't um or like for me like you know in terms of getting fitter like you know I it's not the easiest thing in the world for me so I have people in my life who kind of force me <laughs> to go to to like the gym and, and classes and stuff so again it's like there will be someone out there and I think um, something that me and Sherelle have benefited from greatly is like groups that we've been in on yeah, like Facebook so, and stuff yeah yeah so I was gonna say for me I I see accountability like the beginning is like getting an accountability partner like you said like someone that's very maybe specific to one of the ha- the habits so maybe mm. having someone that's like you are trying to go to the gym or you're trying to run or you're, you're trying to achieve this in your business something like if you've got one goal I think you can have a really good accountability partner that focuses on one area with you that you check in with however it happens I for a year I started four cycles of the 12 week year of accountability partner and we did our 12 week plan together and then so then we would then check in every single week to see how everyone was doing on it mm-hmm. and it was absolutely amazing like I absolutely believe if you can find someone to do that with like their goal their goal send um and then the next level is more like on a group level so yeah whether that's in a facebook group or whether that's like in a mastermind so i definitely i think i've been in in a mastermind that i got into after um a few years ago and for a year and a half at seven o'clock in on a monday morning we rang each other and we would have to talk about exactly what we did last week against what our goals were if we came up against any issues and then what our goals were for the week after and I the um the trajectory of the amount of work and also in terms of like pushing myself because the thing about accountability as well is this is why as much as a good accountability can be good the difficulty is if you are not pushing yourself so normally what I feel the next why the next level up is getting a mastermind or a mentor or a coach is because you want someone who's challenging you that when you say I'm going to do this week is like is that the most you can do like actually have you pushed yourself are you playing Mm. as big as you can and so I had a very good mastermind that we there was like five of us and it meant that we just were all supporting each other so there was part of that but the main thing was they would challenge me if I didn't if I said something that wasn't like was quite like basic they would be like Mm. no but you could do more than that like what's the extra step you could do all that sort of stuff and yeah and that was great um I absolutely 
I would go into another mastermind again without a doubt it was so powerful for me and then yeah the top the top level would be about getting a mentor or coach so I think obviously depending on where you are in your journey and like the, the amount of money you have to find someone will depend on what you do but I think the, the main thing I always always say is that you need to really try and find unless it's social media which I absolutely just believe work unless it's a social media you have to try and find someone who you know will challenge you to actually um to be your best self but also someone that genuinely is going to be there to check up on you because sometimes you might start with someone and then actually you just become a bit like someone's too soft like it's mm. one of the reasons why I think I'm a very good accountability coach for people is like I'm not gonna <laughs> no but if you tell me you're gonna do something I'm gonna check up on you like I will be pushing you I will be challenging you like because you know part of it it is difficult like pushing yourself mm. to achieve your goals is difficult so you do need to find someone that's got enough robust behind them that you're not just going to be like oh don't worry about that <laughs> yeah it's kind of the tough love effect yeah. isn't it you know and so even if you start small like you know you want to lose weight so you ask Michelle at work to make sure you don't eat any of the biscuits on the table yes or you want to cut down drinking so you say to your husband like please please make sure that you know we we stick to like two bottles of wine a week or whatever like you need someone who isn't gonna like ban you from doing it but is gonna be like remember what you said like if you yeah. want to like lose weight if you're going to eat that biscuit it's not going to have you know and and so you can start super small or if you want to like accelerate super quickly you know get a coach get a mentor get get into a mastermind because they're like the best ways to do it like super seriously and it, it does make a big difference um something though that I just wanted to highlight if you that you can always find someone but if you are struggling and and this is this is way woo woo. Cheryl's gonna be like, oh my god, um, <laughs> and you need like Mother Nature to hold you accountable. Then the new moon is always a really good time to like really look at your goals and intentions and everything. So if you just think, oh, like I just need like I know I need to each month kind of do this, this, and this. Like try and time it in with the new moon because there's so much on social media about it, and people talk about it, and it'll give you that anchor. How many new moons are there a year? Is it 13? Well, um, I, well, I, there's one a month. Is there? But I, well. I thought it was 13 because it's every 28 days, isn't it? Yeah. Um, oh God, you're testing my moon knowledge now. It Sorry, might no, be. no, the only reason why I'll say it is because someone has mentioned to me, someone mentioned this to me before. And I do think it's really useful because I think there is a, you know setting monthly goals is a really is one way of doing it but I was saying there was using the new moon it's just I think there's an extra one so that's all I was going to say is to remember if you're splitting your if you're going to look at it in that sense I'm sure there's 13 rather than 12. So I've just uh googled yeah. it um there is 12 but some years there are 13. Oh, okay okay <laughs> so but it I find it always uh whether you believe in the power of the new moon or not I mean in a woo-woo sense it's the best time to set intentions and goals but even just use it as an anchor because no it, like it and like just, you said lots of people yeah. like you can definitely get yourself in a Facebook group where lots of yeah. people are setting their intentions on a new moon like yeah my Facebook feed's full of people on new moon <laughs> doing all new moon stuff so um <laughs> that says probably more about the people in my life than people need to know but <laughs> but since we've got all we woo I think it's a good time to turn around and talk about that 
yes, you've set your goals. You've you set all these sort of reminders in your life to help you remember. But before you're going to achieve them, you need to develop the mindset and the belief that you really can achieve them. And so in the first episode, we spoke about like goals that are risky, goals that are exciting, like setting big goals. You might not know exactly how you're going to achieve it. So you do need to often, I find with people, to be believing that belief building that belief sorry inside of you that you can do it um and this is definitely the it's something that I think gets missed out a lot Mm. and something I have been working on an awful lot and for me one of the things I um really started to get into was affirmations Mm. we're going to talk to you very has a remember we I so I said I used to do my affirmations in the present tense so I am yeah so as if I'm already there that's what I was doing and then you said what do we have to do well it but it it, so it's so I've obviously I've read a lot on this and it's it's like about declaring so it's making sure there's a lot of people that we we kind of it's it's isn't nearly every book I'm reading at the minute but we ask for things so we're like oh you know, can I have like a new job or I wish I had this or it's like, no, 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 the universe isn't going to give you that. You need to declare that you are, and this is going back to that be, do, have, you need to declare that's where you are now. You need to be that thing that you want for, it basically raises the vibration and makes it easier for it to come into your life because you're already making space. You're already there. You're already declaring. So, um, yeah, I read, it was in a, 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 a book that I got from the temple in India, but it was all about, you know, it, it it's declaring, it's not being like, oh, I'm rich. I am. Uh. It's like, <laughs> I am rich. You know, I am strong. I am. It's like you are and you embody it and yeah. you, and, and what you said about belief, you need unbreakable belief. And if you don't have that belief, then get it. Yeah. So there's no point you saying stuff if you don't believe in it, because it's literally just wasted words in my in my you know like it it may help to some point but you need to believe and if something's stopping you from believing then like change that like do whatever it takes to help you believe in it and that's not easy but you know the if we want to achieve great things in life it's not going to be easy so you have to believe you have to believe yeah so I try so affirmations for me has definitely been one of the things to help me try and feel like I'm there and I'm ready and I can take on everything um and I do a mixture of saying them out loud if you if you're really good you say them out loud in front of the mirror (laughs) Mm -hmm. and I also this year created a recording so I Mm. I because I'm podcaster now I decided to make a recording (laughs) and I used to listen to it every morning um, and some people listen to them when they sleep and it is a bit weird listening to your voice in the beginning but actually I think because there are lots of like affirmation recordings that you can like you can go on YouTube and stuff but I was like why am I going to listen to someone else's where I can listen to my own and hear my own voice and let that like subconsciously just go through me um, and I did it was weird at first but I definitely uh enjoyed it after a while and thought it was more powerful than listening to a generic one but also I think if you're really stuck on affirmations there's so many things online where you can like see other examples and I think when I first started I just used to like would look through lists of other people's affirmations and choose the ones that really spoke to me 
um, mm. and just started building it from that way before then I started to create my own. So if you're someone that feels a bit like, oh, I'm just totally, I don't know where to get started and stuff. Like just like, honestly, just listen to recording, see what someone says, see what, which ones you, you can tell, like you can tell the ones where you think, oh yeah, this is like, this is something yeah. that's relatable to me. This one speaks to me. Um, any other affirmation tips? Yeah, just never, ever, ever say anything that you don't want because yeah. the brain basically doesn't understand negative words. So say, for instance, yes. you want to say, um, I don't want to be ill. The brain hears, I want to be ill. Yeah. So instead you need to say, I am healthy. So it's just really making sure that you're not asking for what you don't want because then the universe will send you that because you're you're putting your energy into it. So. And last but not least, we want to talk about milestones in tracking. So mm. in the first episode, we spoke about sometimes your goal might be really close. Sometimes it might be far away. And especially if you're working with someone that's giving you some sort of accountability, you need to have the opportunity to be checking in, not just at the end. <laughs> like we can't literally just be going from, oh, I'm going to be like running my my, my marathon at the end of next year and there's nothing in between you wouldn't do that would you actually no you'd be like i'm trying to get to 5k i'm trying to get to 10k i'm trying to get to half a marathon i'm trying to get to however many miles and then the full thing and so it's about chunking down whatever goals you have currently got and trying to work out what is a decent amount of time for you to achieve that element in or what it, or right now how many steps do you know are going forward of those steps that you know you can take when can you achieve those by? And I think like tracking, it's quite funny because also tracking does feed into keeping your habits to goals top of mind. And so there was like theories around if you're, if you've got a goal that requires a change of habit. So this definitely one, if you are doing stuff to do with like health, if you, if you are, if you have got one, maybe it is around like you've done about money you want to save. So you're like, I need to be saving regularly. If you have got a business one, it's like, I need to make sales more often. Anything that's requiring you to be more active and try and do something like every day or every week is to get tracking that is visual. And so the whole point is to try and not drop the chain. So there's this thing called like drop, like continue the train. And so you will get an actual calendar. And if you were like every single day, I want to, every single day I want to go out and run. Like it doesn't matter whether it's one minute, 10 minutes, whatever. And you'd like cross it off every single day. Or if you knew you were like, you track on a weekly basis, how many times you've gone to the gym or how many sales calls you've made that week or whatever you're doing. But the idea is that you set up some sort of tracker and like you can, I mean, I, I'm so basic. I literally just get a piece of paper and I just like draw. I don't even go on Excel. Like people do on Excel, make proper charts. And there's like 17,000 printables like in the world for this, all this stuff. But the idea is just you want to be able to visually see it. You want to be able to just see it really easily. So it's not a lot of work from you. And it means whenever you come home or whenever you've done that task, you can just tick it off. And actually nowadays there's loads of apps you can do it on as well. Um, yeah. I use yeah, the Zana for things like that. So, yeah. yeah. But this idea that you're, you're keeping track. So you know that you're doing the actions you need to be doing and it, it you know, it's becoming a new habit in your life and then setting milestones that mean you can check in with yourself or you can check in with the person doing accountability. So that, for example, is where I do think like stuff like new moon, like if you're setting, if you've got big goals and you're saying to yourself, oh, every, like every new moon, we're going to be like, how far have we progressed against them before then you set your new intentions? You know, I am a big, if you, if you follow me on social, every single first of the month, I'm always like new month, new goals. What are people focusing on at this time of the year? If you follow a more structured goal setting process, 
um, like the 12 week year, which I mentioned before, then that will actually, you be declaring when you set your 12 weeks. It might not be every single week you've got a milestone, but for certain goals you'll have set. So it might be like, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna, like if you were to write a book, for example, and it might be to say like, I've got the first draft done by week six, mm. and then by week eight, I've got the artwork covered on. So you might only have two milestones for the whole of the 12 weeks, but it's this idea of setting really clear dates so you can check in with yourself as a minimum. And if you've got anyone else doing any accountability with you, they can check in with you. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think that helps in working with you, working with your lifestyle, working with your yeah. busy weeks, your quiet weeks, your whatever, you know, it's it helps. So it's not like, it doesn't have to be the exact same every week. You know, we no. spoke about this in the last episode in that, you know, things do evolve at different rates and stuff, especially once you've got momentum. But it's... Um, by doing that it makes sure that you don't stray because say you're on holiday one week and you've said that you'll you know do something every day and you just know it's not achievable because you just literally can't then it's like you you need to like work around Mm. any obstacles in advance to make sure that you still continue with those goals and I think that's really important what you just mentioned in terms of when you're doing your initial planning do try and think what's going to fit around your life and like know who you are and I think the worst thing you can try and do is just follow a really rigid structure for like 99% of people. It's not going to work. And that might be to do with, you know, how you're different. If you, how you're different, what you can do energy wise in the week compared to a weekend. If you've got like Mm. a a, a Monday to Friday job, it might be like, depending on time of your menstruation cycle, like where your energy levels is. And I bet was really open being like, you know, you plan certain activities around where you're mentally going to be. I know, for example, like I'm a summer baby. There's no point me putting in really intense amounts of certain types of work in the summer because all I want to do is be outside. So (laughs) I know, so I do most of my, like I plan certain parts of my business structure around me working when it's winter and I don't care. Like I'm happy to stay in. So I think actually working out for you like you said if you've got a big holiday coming up okay how are you going to work around that um be really mindful of your actual life first and whenever I do any sort of like annual planning so I do lots of strategy days with um, entrepreneurs the first thing I get people to write down is actually like what are you doing in your life this year like when are you going on holiday when is it someone's wedding when is it like all that sort of stuff mm. because that stuff isn't going to move and if you try and think you're going to be able to push through the actions you need to take around your goals you're setting yourself up for failure so actually look and be like these are things I know I've already committed to and then work out how you can then feed your goals around your current commitments yeah and I think ultimately in summary like the reason we set goals is to be happy whatever that goal is and so you know we need to constantly remember that that the reason we're doing this is to be happy and so making it fit within our lives and making it something that we really want to achieve and that excites us and all those things is super super key and celebrate at the end (laughs) so actually one of the things I do with clients is I make them tell me how they're going to celebrate when they've achieved a goal because it, it is so important to celebrate it. Some goals you could be working towards for such a long time. Mm. And it's like, you you know, actually in order to be like, 
achieving more goals going forward you need to reward yourself you need to be like i've done all this hard work yes i have achieved something and that's great but also i'm rewarding myself for all of the hard work i'm celebrating what i've achieved um not just going on to the next goal like it's so easy to just go oh i've done tick and then disappear onto the next goal it's like no you need to really acknowledge everything you have achieved do something really fun do something you can be really proud of something that you can remember as well like something that so that when you look back and next time you're doing something you're like in the depth of it and it's really hard you're like oh I just can't bothered you know like yeah but I'm gonna get both rewards I get an actual reward of the thing I want to achieve which I know is really good for my life because I spent the time setting goals that are really important for my life but also like maybe you've got a more superficial frivolous celebration to go alongside it <laughs> yeah like champagne <laughs> oh is that a Prosecco princess oh <laughs> Great. Well, I think, I mean, this has been two episodes just full of of stuff around goal setting and we hope that you found it really, really beneficial. Um, Yeah. And go to the, go to, on the website, we'll put lots and lots of links for this one. I've mm. got super loads of resources. So um, if you are someone that's like, oh, this is way too much and I need to see it. I need something to physically fill in. I need some more links to actually get going with this head on to the website freeandfiguringout.com um we'll link it we'll link in the description note but we'll make sure that you have got everything you need to start giving this a go um and to start planning so like yes you've got great goals but i want to really really reiterate it's about taking the action like you can achieve anything you want to achieve but you've got to get up you've got to get going and you've got to really just take it one day at a time step by step but no if you keep on going you will make it in the end Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Free and Figuring It Out. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss the next installment. And if you want to be a superstar, please leave us a review. Or you can get in touch with us. Drop us an email at freeandfiguringitout at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time.